0: hello everyone and welcome back to nerd talk today we're going to be talking about stranger things season four we'll be going all through it since the final two episodes of that just dropped so we'll be going all just spoilers so if you haven't watched it there's your warning before we get into that though i want to say a shout out to a couple people who actually made it through last episode that was donovan danny uh who else made it Logan and Caleb aka Soundwave all all you guys actually made it and gave Ian comic suggestions to read. Um Donovan listened to the whole episode like the second it dropped, so he got a head start on everyone and he gave a suggestion in Ian read it which was the Titans uh the Titans volume 1 of the Rebirth Titans book. So we'll be talking about that next episode cuz this episode we're talking about Stranger Things. Um, but yeah i just wanted to say a quick shout out there thank you guys for listening all the way through since i know a lot of people just listen to like the first five minutes and then just give up <laughs> so anyways let's talk about stranger things uh what again spoiler alert i want to say that median really hyped off like what was it, the first seven episodes yeah the first because the it sh- the show starts off okay like well Okay, first, let's give our thoughts on Stranger Things as a whole. In my opinion, season one is amazing. It's really good. Season two is okay. Season three is pretty good with some stupid Russian stuff, but overall, I enjoyed season three. And then season four was really good up until the last two episodes. Like, the first episode's whatever. It's kind of reintroducing you to everything, and it's kind of set up. First episode, I didn't really care for that much. And then after that, things started getting going, and I was really into season four, and the final two episodes drop. And uh, but Ian was really into this. Like Ian was like Stranger Things super fan when we watched the, the first seven episodes, of season four. So I'll give, go ahead talk about well, yeah, Stranger Things. Season,
1: season one is like lighting in a bottle. It was so good. Uh, it's one of like the best first seasons of television ever. Um, season two is lost. A lot of them I know was okay. I don't like. I still don't really remember half of season two. Season three was good, but there was some weird stuff. Season four. The first, uh, I, like, my issue with the first couple episodes was, um, like, there's too many storylines. It's way too many storylines. They, they, they do a good job mostly of wrapping them all up. Um, and then, like, once you hit episode three, it really gets going. Episodes four and seven, I remember, are just amazing. It's so like, from episodes four through seven, like, you are hyped. And it gets awesome. Yeah. And, and I loved it. And then eight and nine happens. And <laughs> eight it, and
0: nine it, happens. It's, yeah.
1: it's not terrible, but it, it doesn't. Um, I'll go
0: out on a limb and say nine is really bad.
1: I don't think it's really bad. But it I think nine it, it is doesn't... bad. I thought eight was
0: all right. Nine was it, I was pissed it off. It doesn't
1: live up to the what what four through seven were. Yeah,
0: to volume uh-huh. one. So like, cause volume one, uh, it like Ian said, there's a lot of storylines. But then they finally they get a rhythm to where once they switch between storylines, you're excited about each yeah. one except for California. California sucked all the way through. Like,
1: and the and the jocks are like yeah you know, it's
0: like, in every time like th- also there are some characters you just don't care about like I don't care about Mike anymore he's always just like L L what if L doesn't like me blah blah it's like I don't care and then Will is crying every single time he talks this season and yeah, they, <laughs> every time Will talks is like on the verge of just like bawling his eyes out it's like. Okay, and then Jonathan has nothing to do. I like yeah. the new guy, the, uh, what was the stoner? Yeah. I had no what, idea his name. What was his name? I can't remember that. I liked uh, him. It's the same. Hilarious. He plays the same character in everything he's in, but he's great in this. He's pretty funny. But for the most part, the California crew has nothing to do, and you don't really care about them. Man, uh, they
1: exist solely for, like, eleven storyline yeah. and, um, and Joyce's storyline, but she hops off. Like, they both, both those two storylines, like, hop off, like, two or three episodes in, so then it leaves the rest of them, and it's like... They don't really have anything to do. I mean, they, they kind of have, like, a side plot where they go see Susie, which is okay. Um,
0: yeah, uh, that that part was fun. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but then she – because she, Joyce has to go to save Hopper with uh, – what's the name of the freaking – Mart- Murray? Murray? Murray, yeah, Murray. Joyce and Murray are great together. I like their dynamic. They're like, they like to have fun back and forth in their whole thing. Um, I didn't really care for the Russian stuff in season three. And this season, it's a little better, but they're still, like – I don't know, I kind of just, like, just get Hopper and get out of there. They, they like, linger too long. Like, they're in Russia for the entire season. Well, f- yeah,
1: well, you find, you find out, like, you, you I don't know if story-wise it makes sense, but you understand what's going on with the Russians this season, why they had to have it, it at the end of it. But Yeah, um, it's just
0: they linger for so
1: long. Yeah. Because, like,
0: Hopper, Hopper and Steve are my two favorite characters I, in the show. The, and, the and, best? And, oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry. The best – and this is, I think, that some of the – that this show really suffers from Episode 8 9. The best part of Stranger Things Volume 1, Season 4 Volume 1, is Vecna or Henry Creel or Number 1. And there is a severe lack of him in the last two episodes. And then what they do with him, too, is also rough. But you don't realize, like, how much of a presence he has, I think, in the first volume until you realize how he's not that – I mean, you don't – you hardly – he's not hardly – like, he's in it for, like, the first ten minutes of the of Episode 8. And then I don't know if he's even in it for, like, the rest of the episode. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, let, let, let's
0: just, yeah. let's pivot. Let's talk about Vecna. So Vecna yeah. is the best villain this show has ever had. Because the other villains were always kind of just like nameless and faceless and just like, oh, they're just monsters and that's like it. Like the Demi-Gorgon in season one was interesting just because like you didn't know what it was, but like, you know, there's no character to it. And then season two, I don't even remember who the villain Oh no, it was the what shadow is villain. It was the big shadow villain and you also had the Demi-Dogs. That's what you had. You had the dogs that he brought out. Remember you had like the big spider, like freaking... Yeah shadow villain and then season three he like uh like the mind flayer uh possessed billy or whatever but in this one you actually have like a villain with character that's interesting there's a backstory it's kind of easy to see coming uh, like when they mention number one and then there's just this one blonde guy that just talks a lot. It's like, I bet he's number one. <laughs> that part was pretty easy to see coming, but still I liked how the story unfolded. I thought it was done well. I thought those flashbacks were really cool. And he does. I don't know the actor's name. That guy does a great Andy job.
1: Campbell Brown. I think his name is. Too. Yeah. yeah that,
0: Brown. that guy, he does a really good job as a uh, Vecna slash Henry. And, uh, it's really cool seeing the backstory unfold. Now, one of the really stupid things, though, was in the backstory, when, uh, you know, because how it unfolds is you see that, like, his, um, his dad, everyone thought he was a serial killer that, like, killed his family. And, uh, there's that part where he, his family, like, dies, and he's like, oh, I wanted to join them. So you think, oh, he's gonna, sla- he's gonna, like, uh, slash his, uh, wrists. No, he stabs his eyes out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Are you retarded? That's not how you kill yourself, dumbass. Why are you like, oh, I need to join my dead family. Let me stab my eyeballs. It's like, no, idiot. That part, I was like, what? That made no sense. But other than that, I like those flashbacks. And Vecna is, like, really interesting until the last two episodes where he's well, just he's a I- bitch.
1: He's interesting for the first part because he does a whole... He does the, I hate this trope, but it's the... He, like, you know, the, at the end of Volume 1, he gets Nancy. You're like, oh, man... And he does the whole trope of the evil person of t- I'm letting you live because I want you to go tell so uh, tell Eleven I'm coming. You know the the trope villains do all the time. Yeah. Where it's like I'm gonna let this person go so you can tell them because I'm coming. you're a
0: main character with plot armor. Yeah,
1: but like his introduction is good. Like the first ten minutes are good because like you're like you're listening to Vecna, he telling you you learned that like he is one with the mind flayer. He might be controlling it. Like he like morphed with it inside the upside down, which you kind of would make him more powerful. Um, but that, that's one of the reasons he kind of gets sort of beat in this. Um, but yeah, like all the stuff with him as, uh, as, oh, the only thing I didn't like about him is 001 is the super evil scientist dude put a chip in him where he couldn't use his powers, but like he put it right behind his ear and it's not like it's deep either. Cause he just moves his skin a little bit. And you can see it. Like, yeah. I think, like, at some point, like, he, he would have a knife or something, he could pull that out himself. It wasn't like they put it, like, in the middle of his spine between his shoulder blades where there's, like, zero chance you could dig that out yourself, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like he could easily, um... With a knife, oh, just, just grit, your he could have just, it, yeah. Yeah, and just done it. So that part didn't make that much sense. Um... But I, I love the actor. I thought he did a great job. Was Vegna Vegna is so terrifying. The first, I mean, Max has the plot armor, but you kind of let it go because of how good the the, the episode is. And the
0: the makeup person, though, whoever yeah. did that, is amazing. Yeah. Cause he's practical, and they enhance it a little with CG to make him like the stuff on him move. Yeah. But it's you see the behind the scenes practical, and he looks amazing. He looks just yeah. as good as he does but on it's screen. It's
1: so it's so good, like how he does it. Him killing him. And it's great, and so you're like, yeah. okay, he's definitely the best villain. He makes, he really makes his show for season four. Yeah, because
0: the scenes when and he kills like- those kids are great. But I have a, I had, I do have one nitpick. Well, not a nitpick, but something with Vecna that I pointed out to Ian, which is that he's a racist villain, because. When he kill, so he kills two white kids first. And how he does it is, he gets in their mind and he lets them like see horrible things from their past that like haunt them. And he messes with them for a while. And like they have, they they basically slowly die for like ten or fifteen well, minutes, like well, they that.
1: See, they, they see a they see a like a, a grandfather clock, right? Like that's like the first. Yes. thing they Yes,
0: and then they get like a flashback like uh, with the cheerleader girl that everyone loved for some reason. I thought she was fine, but I saw like Twitter being like she's the best character ever. I don't understand that. Like she because deserves better.
1: You had that one scene with her with Eddie. That's yeah, it was a
0: good scene, but I was like, I didn't really care for the character that much. But she, you know, she gets the whole thing where she sees Vecna several times, and then she dies, like, she, it takes like 10 or 15 minutes for her to die. And then the next kid, the nerdy kid with uh, Nancy, he does the same thing. He sees a couple flashbacks of Grandfather Clock, and then it takes like 10 or 15 minutes, for him to die. And then there's this black kid that I don't know his name, that um, that is part of the jock crew, that uh, he gets haunted by Vecna, except... He sees the grandfather clock once, and then he dies instantly. The next time he sees Vecna, ever the two white kids, like they got, you know, they got their whole thing. The black kid, Vecna just murders instantly. What's the yeah, explanation for that? He literally, like, the kid's he, just his, like,
1: his, we are. So I think the explanation out out of, canon, out of canon is we've already seen what he, how he works, so we didn't need to see it again. I think is an explanation. Then why do, do we see it with
0: Max? Because huh? Max
1: survived. Because Max survived. But we
0: already know how he works with we... it. Nope. Yeah, it why not did sure. Max get all that time? Because she's a white kid.
1: No, she got because she's got. It's of Vecna. for being a main character. No,
0: it's because Vecna's racist. Okay. He literally like li- like the kids just go like swimming after him, and then Vecna shows up and he's dead instantly. Like he <laughs> like he didn't he didn't like you know raise them up slowly, wait like twenty minutes and like slowly break one of them time. He just kills him instantly. But that's
1: a, uh, he, that kid gets killed pretty fast. He must have, he must not like fought at all in that mind. He must have uh, just been like, okay.
0: In all seriousness, though, there is a huge problem with plot armor this season, like yeah. especially the last two episodes. It's bad. It's really because they well, build also, Vecna up and then it's
1: also really bad because the directors came out before and said Vecna's gonna have a body count in the last episode. So his body count is one, and it's the one character know. you
0: expect to die. No, I'm not talking about the random 22 people that uh, died in freaking saying, once again. W-
1: that's what they would say back oh, to
0: my you. God. And the one dude isn't random. The one, the evil jock isn't random. You know him. Oh, no, I was talking about Eddie. But also, yeah, he, well, didn't, Eddie, we all know. he didn't really even kill Eddie. It was his bats. Also, it was funny how, like, when we see the bats go after Steve, they go after him immediately and try to rip his guts out. With Eddie, they, like, take 20 minutes. And then they go after. <laughs>
1: it's a lot of it's a lot of plot armor. <laughs> so, um, so much convenience. Let me talk about my issues with episode eight and nine. Okay, go ahead. Um, is episode eight? So first of all, like episodes three through seven have a great pacing. You're into it. Episode eight like F- resets everything, where like it goes back to a slow pace because Vecna just decides to go like chill and not do anything after he talks to Nancy, and it's all like prep work. It's Uh, it's, it's Murray, Hopper, and Joyce, like, trying to figure out what to do with the Russians. It's, uh, 11, it's really about 11, right? She, she breaks out, I think? Uh, No, she doesn't
0: break out. She threatens to leave. She She says she's gonna, because the the good guy, the good guy gives her a choice. He's like, you can leave. And then the evil guy's like,
1: no! Yeah. Um, he's like, you're not ready. He does the whole – this, this, these two episodes have a lot of Star Wars tropes. Yes, he does sir. the whole Yoda to Luke thing of you're not yeah, ready. you go to you're fight him. And she's like, my friends will die if I don't. Um, and meanwhile, the guys back at Hawkins are like, how do we do this? And Max is like, I can do it. I'll let him come into my mind because I have a memory where I'll be safe from him. And then you can play the music. And while we do that, you guys go attack him in his house. And, uh, and it's a lot of prep work. And, it, and it's not like um, – I mean it's okay, but it just feels like it's such a slowdown from the last couple episodes where things were just fl- where things were just going, where with like where things were coming to a head. It feels like this episode just like you just pull the brakes and everything goes really slow. So everything basically for that is is prep work. Um, and so they come up with a plan of Eddie and Eddie and oh, what's the kid's name? What? Uh, uh the kid that said what's his name? Which
0: kid are we talking about? The kid without teeth oh
1: dustin eddie and dustin are going to distract the bats nancy um mia hawk's character who's hella annoying and uh steve are going to go in and like kill vecna while he's trying to kill uh max in her mind uh and 11's like and then uh, they don't know this but Eleven's like i can i can help max from here because i can like dream walk into her mind and fight vecna um, and while it's happening, the Russian people find out that they have like part of the mind flare trapped at the Russian base, and uh, it's a uh, it they they're going to attack it because killing that will hurt it, even though it's independent of what's going Because it's hive mind. Yeah, hive mind. So that all happens, and then they start doing it, and Max lets Vecna get in here, and at first I thought. Ve- uh, Vecna like was wise to what Max was doing, but no, he wasn't. A dumbass. He was just stupid, because like she just comes back and like she does this whole like emotional speech where she like says all this stuff, and then he gets in her mind where he's like he takes over. Well, he acts like Lucas and he takes over, and she runs away and she basically goes to like the dream of her at the, like the I- the snowball or whatever. Their school dance, like, yeah. Yeah, she like loves like, and, and so she goes there and, Ma- and he chases her there. And then Eddie does a cool scene where he like plays guitar to distract the bats while Nancy and them go after Vecna. Um, oh, also this time they, they, when they went to buy supplies, this the uh, the kids the went jocks. to like, an army supply store the, and the jocks were like, "Ooh,
0: niche That's like there. the dumbest storyline that didn't need to ever happen. And I like I don't know why it was in the show. You have the cheerleader girl, which is Vecna's ver- first victim that gets killed, and her boyfriend is the jock leader of the like of the basketball team at their high school, and he is, like, on a vengeance quest because this is the time where you had, like, a, the satanic panic, basically, where, like, a lot of parents and stuff were freaking out because they didn't know, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and video games, and they're like, it's all satanic and Satan, blah, blah, blah. So you had, like, that going on in the 80s or whatever, and so he's buying into that, and he's like, oh, that's who killed my girlfriend. Eddie sacrificed her to Satan or whatever. So, and they have their group called the Hellfire Club. So he's on his quest for vengeance to find Eddie... To get, since she died in Eddie's uh, trailer or RV or whatever. And so you have him and his jocks going. And, like, I get him going because, you know, it's his girl, but I don't understand his whole group of nitwits being like, yeah, let's buy guns and kill this guy. I don't understand that. I really do not understand his boys riding with him that hard over this. Like, someone you think would be like, nah, dude, you're going nuts. Like, I get yeah. him going crazy for it, but I don't get everyone else. Also, I don't get why this character need to exist. Like they, you could still push the plot forward without this character. Take him out and nothing changes. You don't need him. It's stupid.
1: I think the whole point of it was to show that Lucas was trying to fit in with them, and, and he realizes he didn't need to. I think that's the whole reason they exist. You could
0: have um, done that without this whole plotline. Um, it was stupid. That's what they wrote. So
1: anywho, they follow. I'm just saying um, it was
0: dumb. Max, Lucas,
1: and Erica, Erica's Lucas's little sister, back to the house, and they interrupt Max, like uh, Lucas, while he's trying to help Max. So. This all happens. Vegna's like, chasing Max around again because he can't ever just insta-kill her because, what, plot armor, hardcore. Um, and then Eleven shows up and starts beating him. And she's like, ha-ha, I can stop you. And then, uh, I don't remember really what they say, but then he gets the upper hand on her, and he's like, oh, I just want you to watch. I knew you'd come. I also, during all, the, hold
0: up, during all, all this... Ideas- Hold up. This is happening in Max's mind, this whole fight. During all this, Vecna's physical body in the Upside Down and where his house is in the Upside Down. And uh, Steve, Nancy, and the Annoying Chick are all in there, and they get caught by Vecna's vines, and they're being choked for like an hour straight. Yeah, so, they, all get, they all get grabbed up by the yeah, vines. Yeah, they're, so they're dying right now while Vecna's fighting uh, yeah. Eleven, all of them, in their mind. So, anyway. So, keep...
1: Vecna goes up, and he's like, Okay, I want you to watch uh, I'm like, Okay, I'm fine with this. Like, he's happy to see eleven, cause he, and he's like, he's like, I need four victims to open, like, basically, like, put the upside down into the real world and come back. I'm like, okay. So while this happens, because he's killed three
0: people, so he needs to kill Max for the fourth yeah. to open the
1: fourth portal. I don't know why you just go kill another like easy kill, like go take out somebody else. I don't know. Because that is a dumbass. Is that's what these last two
0: episodes told us. Uh, while this is
1: happening, um, in Russia, they like set a fire all like like. All of the the demons that the mind player went into that that's like weakening the hive mind, so that like weakens Vecna because he's part of it. And while this is happening, he raises Max up and he breaks all of Max's arms. Like he does all the other Vecna.
0: No, he breaks like one leg and one arm. I think he doesn't no, he break all of them. No, he, no, he doesn't. He I don't break,
1: think he... he breaks both legs and one arm at least.
0: <laughs> I don't think he breaks all of them. No,
1: can go rewatch it.
0: Yeah, I know, and all, I don't think all, he breaks all. all of them. All
1: her arms are in cast. All her limbs are in cast. Um but he breaks at least both legs and one arm. Anywho, and then her eyes start bleeding, and then 11 literally, and this this is a big problem with the show that Dylan So was going to have before it even happened, is every season it's 11 comes to save the day. Everything, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, All that's, a, that's what I season. said.
0: Before we started watching, I said that, like, I, no matter how good this final two episodes, because I thought it was going to be good, I'm like, we know how it ends. V- uh, 11 comes in, saves her friends, and beats the bad guy.
1: Yeah, no matter what happens, it's the same thing every season. She just comes in.
0: Yeah, and her right left. leg's still good. I just rewatched it. Her right leg's still primo. It's um, just her two arms and her left leg that are donezo.
1: Okay, so it was three it was three of the um no. I knew it was I knew it not it was only just two. Um so I guess in season three, I guess eleven didn't save it because I, I know Jason had to save her or whatever his name was. Um Who's Jason? Billy. Billy. Billy had to save her. Billy Jason saved her. Remember, Wait, what? He, like, when did you- in season three, like he lets the mind player kill. Oh, season him. three! I
0: okay. thought you were talking about this season. I was like, no, he. What are you talking? about? No, I
1: was, trying, I was trying to think, but yeah, like she just thinks about how much she cares about Max and her friends, and she overpowers Vecna, even though he. Uh, and she throws him, she throws him down in the like in the mine, and at the same time. Uh, because the
0: mind flayer is weak, all the vines let go of the th- like Steve and them. So After the up, vines the had guy, been on their neck, choking them for like an hour. <laughs> so
1: they get up there and they they firebomb him, which is actually a really cool visual. When he's on fire, walking towards them, that yes. was sick. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then they firebomb him again. Nancy shoots him like seventeen shotgun shots from point blank. Um. While he's doing this, Lucas is uh, is in the real world crying because Max kind of looks dead and she's talking about how she can't see everything. All
0: black. right, hold on. Before that, let's talk about, uh, so while all this was going on, the lead jock came in and started beating the crap out of Lucas. They had a fist fight, and it's the dumbest fist fight ever because as has been shown in the uh, before, like this dude's like super athletic, really good at everything, and Lucas is like a bench warmer that's not very good, and it's, it's like kind of there. And so he's just beating the crap out of Lucas like you expect. And he's beating his ass. And he's like has been beating his ass for like fifteen minutes. He even like hits him with like a vase, I think. Like just all this punishment to Lucas. And Lucas has just got that like insane granite chin never goes out. And then he's choking him. And then Lucas just defies decides he's gonna win the fight and like knocks him out. <laughs> Like it's yeah. really dumb. Like he's getting his ass beat, and he's then he's he's getting choked out. And then Lucas is like, oh, I'm gonna win now, and then just wins. And it's like, why did you yeah. choreograph it like that? You could have had Lucas win, but why like that? It's just plot armor. It's more plot armor. It's like, oh, he's getting his ass beat. We'll just have him win. It's like you you could have done it in a way that made sense instead of the way you went about it.
1: Yeah. So so they so that happens. Max is sitting there. Eleven. It's like. So then Max dies. Max legit dies, and you see the portals open everywhere. Uh, Vagna gets thrown out of the house, and they go downstairs to find him And upside down. He's gone. His body is just gone, um, because they like they firebomb him, they shoot him up. Like, think he's dead, but he he gets away, and you see the upside down. The portals open, and like like Earth, like people falling upside down. That the 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 super jock kid gets killed because like the the portal opens on top of him.
0: Yeah, and Hawkins, like it just.
1: Uh, at the same. It time, looks Eddie like Black
0: been, Ops Two Zombies yeah, is what it looks Eddie like.
1: Been, Eddie has been has been leading the, the bats away. He gets killed by the bats, but he he didn't run away for once, even though he did run away from the bats. <laughs> uh, he gets killed. He, well, it doesn't seem like any reason why he needed to, but he does, and Dustin's all sad. But I mean, Eddie was. And it was character. the most predictable
0: death. Like I liked yeah. Eddie, but that was the yeah. one thing going into season now It's like who's gonna die? Eddie, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> it co- we go back to Max. You're like, oh snap, okay, Max is the, like, oh, they're gonna leave Max alive, but then Max dies, and you're like, oh. And I was like, oh, they actually kill her. This is great. Like they needed, they needed. No, they needed yes, they needed, but needed, I hold on. I said ass
0: yes, but I said this too. I said, why do I feel like Max isn't actually dead? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I said that because Lucas is like holding her her corpse. I'm like, why do I feel like Max isn't actually dead? Like yeah. I said that. And then Stranger- <laughs> Ray Skywalker shows up. <laughs> They Star Wars themselves
1: with Eleven literally restarting her heart to bring her back to life. And it ends with her in the hospital, and they say she's in a coma, but she's still alive, but she's not dead. It's really stupid. She needs to be dead. The fact they brought her back to life is dumb. Eleven is, like, all upset because upside downs come that she lost when she really didn't. Like, she kicked back in this ass. She kicked him out of her mind. He barely got Max, um, and she even brought Max back to life.
0: Yeah, and the, their whole, like, thing with that is, though, she goes into uh, uh, into her mind and, like, she sees Max isn't there. But we know Max is going to be fine the next season. We know Max is coming back. There's no way they kill Max. What really pissed me off about this is, like, having them basically win in every moment is this was your chance to do your empire. This was your chance to be, like, the bad guys win, Eleven lost for once, and then next season is when Eleven comes back. She's the chosen one, obviously, and she wins. Like, this is your time to really have them lose. But No! They kick Vector's ass and they win. It's like, no, why do you do this? Because next season they confirmed is the last season of Stranger Things. This is the time they were building it up, have them lose, have some people die, have them have to go back to home base and lick their wounds, but no. They have them still win. They have Max die, but not really. Yeah, uh, and at the
1: end, and at the end of the season, everyone literally comes back together. They say twenty-two people died during the they call it or the earthquake. So, Vecna quote unquote, apparently killed twenty-two people when he opened the portals. Twenty-two that's nobodies. What, that's what they mean by body count. Um, but everyone, everyone meets up at the end. Eleven and Mike, Max, and or Max is in a coma. But everyone else meets up, and then Will's like, Will's like, oh, he's he's coming. He's gonna kill everything. He's gonna stop. And Will was a terrible character this season. Um, I feel so sorry for Will thing. because they
0: have not known what to do with Will since the be like since season one, where like they they had a purpose for Will, and then since they brought him back, they've had no clue what to do with him. Every season, it's like, uh, what do we do with Will? And they don't. Really, they're like this season. They're like, uh, well, last season they teased that he was gay, and then this season they really go all in on it. And uh, so that's basically it. It's just he wants to like tell Mike that he loves him. And that's, like, his whole thing of the season. And it's kind of weird because it's like, man, everyone's dying, bad things are going on, but Will really wants to tell Mike he loves him. It's like, okay, I guess that's the plot line.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just the fact that I, it's kind of how I feel about the, the the way Obi-Wan ended, too. You can't have your main villain just get sunned like that. You just can't. That's and completely different. I disagree, but Vecna disagree. was so I disagree, That's cool. completely different. And he gets sunned so hard by not just Eleven, but everyone, everyone at the end of this finale. Like, even the even Eddie, the one character that does die, Vegna doesn't kill him. It's the, the bats. bats. That, Vegna doesn't kill anybody in the last two episodes, like, uh, himself personally. Like, I thought he was going to, like, at least kill one person. Hell, I would have preferred Steve died just to give, the, give him some weight, give him some badassery. Instead, he gets his ass kicked by Eleven just because she remembers her feelings for her friends, and that gives her the strength to push past. Um. Yeah, I don't... It's just a very... Cause it, it we
0: felt, we yeah. stayed up on Thursday night to watch this because we were so excited because we were really enjoyed this season a lot. Like, we really thought it was going to be really good. Thought Stranger Things was back to form. We was like, man, this has been awesome. I can't wait to see how it ends. Vecna's cool. I'd love it to see how everything goes with these characters. And we didn't want to get spoiled. So we stayed up Thursday night even though we had to wake up early on, uh, on Friday for work. Mm. And this. This is what we got. And it was like, are you kidding me?
1: This yeah. is how it goes. You know, I've seen a lot of people actually love this, though, which surprises me. Um, But, it, yeah, Vecna, Vecna didn't do, I mean, you're gonna have to have him come back and just start wrecking house in season 5 to get any fear of him. Because Eleven, every time Eleven's fought him, she's won. And they're trying to play it off as she lost when she really didn't. She saved her friend from dying. She threw him out of her mind um she made him run away he almost died in his actual home and uh the only thing he got was he he, he opened that side down into the real world which we don't even know what that means we have no idea what that what that's gonna do for the last season yeah um so Is... who knows oh i guess there was another death the evil doctor finally dies even though we thought he died in season one they brought him back he dies. so that's another character that died but again wasn't vecta he just got killed by evil u.s military people yeah um yeah
0: so it's just it was just a disappointing season
1: very 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 disappointing last two episodes very disappointing,
0: and how good the rest of the show was, I thought oh, man you not can't worse. build
1: a you can't build a villain up like that to then just do that to him.
0: He didn't all he killed was expendable characters. he' just yeah. like, oh remember no name Susie, he killed her. It's like, no, not to her (laughs) not that not that guy oh man but when it comes to max he slowly lifts his fingers up he takes 10 years and it's like the plot armor is so strong you have so you have lucas getting his ass beat but then suddenly just decides to win because of plot armor you have the three the three of them inside vecna's house they're getting choked by vines for an hour because plot armor if they were no-name characters they get choked out in five seconds and die You have, even though Eddie died, Eddie still is surrounded by bats for like 20 minutes before he actually gets killed because plot armor because he needs to die at a certain time. But You have Eleven who he's like, I'm just going to make you watch because plot armor when he could just kill her. She's the only one that can stop him. He kills her. His plan goes through. I don't get why he doesn't just kill her. You have Max, who should have been killed five times over this season, but survives because plot armor. There's just so much plot armor. Like, you can have these characters survive and make it through without this plot armor. Because we know how Vecna operates, and we know how he kills people, and for him to just suddenly change because these characters are main characters is dumb.
1: (sighs) Uh, yeah, it's, uh... They they really did the disservice to my boy Vecna. He was so cool. The character the guy that plays him is great. Um but I didn't realize how like how much the season revolved around him, how important he was to the first volume until I saw how they changed it in the the second volume, how he wasn't really involved in the episode eight and then how they just ruined him in episode nine um <sighs> now you get to build him back up because he didn't kill it he didn't kill anyone important yes he gets what beat, he gets beat by everybody he gets beat by everybody he gets beat by 11 and max's mind he's not he can't kill max fast enough and then he has to run away because nancy Maya Hawk, and steve beat his ass in his house
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will
1: say the visual of him being on fire was still sick, though. Yeah. Sick. You know how
0: season five is going to work, right? It's going to have him kill more no name people, and then he's going to get his uh, ass kicked by the actual main characters. going to the know, same jo- thing again.
1: Jonathan or Steve is going to die. One of those two is going to die.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: But, uh, <sighs> oh, man, it's so. I would still say you should still watch the, the season because the first.
0: If you're looking watch for them. a show to watch and you have Netflix, yeah. I would say it's still worth watching just temper your expectations but like if you don't have netflix i think i would say it's not worth getting netflix for this after seeing how it ends i
1: don't know i'd I'd still watch it but it's just i'd say if you already
0: have netflix sure
1: just sad how it it, it ends up at the end yeah
0: hopper has a sword fight with a demigorgon, so that happened
1: yeah that bullets can't hurt but fire does and then you can yeah i don't know it they did some really questionable choices at the end there, but I see a lot of people really like it, so maybe we just have different opinions than most people. But.
0: Well, no, because Twitter stands just like it because they like the characters, and they see their characters doing stuff, and they're like, yes, my character is doing girl boss things. Yes, it's good. That means it's a good episode. It's a bunch of brain-dead morons on Twitter is what it is.
1: <laughs> it was, it was.
0: <sighs> but I think that's it for Stranger Things. What would you rate season 1 through 10?
1: Uh, probably
0: like a 7. I agree. I'd give it like a 7. Yeah, it
1: was like a 9 for the last two episodes.
0: It was really good until then. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that's it for the Strange Things part. Now we're going to go briefly, non-spoilers, we won't get into spoilers, on the Black Phone, which was the horror movie that just came out, directed by Scott Derrickson, who did the first Doctor Strange. And it's also based off of a Joe Hill short story. So I didn't even realize that till the second time I saw it, and I saw it, the credits, I saw it like based on the short story by Joe yeah, Hill. Yeah, I
1: saw it the first time.
0: I, I, I didn't know oh, that's cool for you. I didn't notice that, um, but yeah, the Black Phone's really good. It's my favorite movie of the year. I think it's because I've seen three horror movies this year. I've seen X, Scream, and the Black Phone. X and Scream are horrible. X is so overrated, and then Scream, which is not very good. <laughs> and this one was actually the Black Phone's really good, and I highly recommend you guys go see it if you haven't. It's it's amazing, like how you see in a lot of movies, child actors are just horrendous, but this. The main characters are two child actors, and they're so good. Like they nail it. The uh, the little boy and the little girl that are in this movie are so good. Like, they sell it. Like, it does such a good job of building up their relationship. Because it's it's in the trailer. It's not spoiled. The, the, the boy gets uh, kidnapped. And it does a good job at like, building their relationship. And showing how they are for when he finally gets kidnapped. And, like, how broken up she is about and everything. And it's, it's just so well done. It's really good. And then uh, Ethan Hawke does a great job as this just weird, like, pedophile murderer. And, yeah, it's just can't really say much without spoiling anything but i don't want to spoil it because i don't think many people have seen it so that's why we're not going with spoilers but it's well worth your time to go see it. if you can go to a theater go see it it's really good
1: yeah it's a good movie the two kid actors do a great job uh premise uh is pretty simple enough i like how they execute it it's a really good movie probably my second or third favorite movie of the year um but yeah it's really good i don't i can't really spoil anything else with it but that's the problem yeah, I can't
0: really talk about uh, that.
1: The girl, the, the the two child actors. So the girl really impressed me. Like she was really good, um, but the kid, the other kid, did really good too. So there is one kid in the movie that's a, kind of an iffy actor. Yeah. You notice they're... when when they have scenes with the really good actors, you're like, oh, you're not as good as these other two. Yeah, there's the um, the,
0: the Mexican kid in the movie is. Uh... He's not horrible, but he is no. definitely a step below the two main character kids in terms of acting. Like, he could yeah. like, yeah, he's not...
1: They have, a, they have a scene together, and you're like, oh, you're not, you're not... You're not the best, yeah, <laughs> but... As these other two. But there um, is, the like... Did...
0: Go ahead.
1: The other two do an amazing job. And,
0: like, there's... Also, it's, it's really, it does a really good job with tension. There's one scene where someone's trying to unlock something while someone else is go- doing something, and it's just really intense and there's like there's not really there's like i think two or three jump scares in the whole movie it's not very jump scare heavy it's just very good with tension because like in the trailer you see he's locked in the basement for by this like pedophile killer and you don't know if the ped like when the pedophile killer is going to come downstairs like while he's trying to figure things out what's going to happen like it handles tension really really well and then the few jump scares that are in the movie are actually, like, done pretty good. And I really like the soundtrack, too. That's something I noticed a lot more the second time around was I really, really liked the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was great. And um, the most eerie scene is, uh, to me, was when he, he kidnaps one of the kids. And you see, like, the kid's just walking towards his van. And the kid's in focus, but him and it, the the kidnapper and his van are out of focus. And the way the soundtrack, like, is played through that part. And he comes out of his van. You see, like, his cape flowing. It is creepy. It's so yeah. good, like it is oh man it's it ha- it's it's one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in my favorite movie of the year, it, especially because I saw it twice, which generally with horror movies, I don't really see a second time in theaters because you know you know everything that happens. that's part of the fun of horror movies not know what happens, but this movie like I like the characters so much that I saw it again. like the characters are handled so well uh, the kids like it's done really well and uh yeah just go see the black phone is what i'm trying to say it's a really good movie and more people should see it <laughs> it's great
1: yeah it's a great movie for sure
0: but yeah i think that's it for this episode thanks to
1: everyone who showed up and listen and we'll see you guys later <laughs> goodbye everyone